But the fact that the lady did that and then knew that it wasn't right because she said, don't say nothing because I don't want to get in trouble. You deserve your ass beat. Next. All right. Um, Juicy Smouye. Who call him Juicy Smouye? hey 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 and welcome back to another episode of the brown girl so first and foremost let me just make this known all right because first we're gonna get into some articles some news articles right because it's a lot of crazy stuff going on that we need to sit down and talk about so as of right now i am your news anchor, uh, Miss New Booty. And (laughs) before we even get to it, I just want to point out that the first half of the news is going to sound different than the second half. That's if you can even tell where the halves are because just thought about the fact that you can't even see the screen that I'm looking at. So what I'm talking about is I'm actually redoing my intro for this because when I first started talking... I did not realize that my mic was not plugged all the way in. So there'll be a shift when I start talking between it sounding like not as good and then it sounding better because the whole time I was sitting here like an idiot talking into my mic and the laptop was actually what was recording me because my mic cord was not all the way in. But when it gets pushed in, it gets better. So you can hear my beautiful Batman-esque voice. So, once again, I'm your news anchor, Miss New Booty. Let's get into the news. The first one I'm going to talk about actually piggy banks off of the episode with Amber when I was talking about iRobot. And, of course, that's why I piqued my interest because this stuff is really happening in real time, y'all. In real time. So, okay, peep this. This was the title of it. Elon Musk says Neuralink will start implanting chips in humans in 2022. So let me start with background information. Neuralink is his brain interface technology company, and they've been working on this chip. They've been doing test runs on monkeys. They got the monkeys doing stuff like playing games of ping pong, only using his brain, whole bunch of stuff. Okay, cool. They say that this chip is proven to be safe in the brain, and it can easily be removed. Their hope is to use it for people with severe spinal injuries, quadriplegics, people who can no longer walk. And then they were actually questioning this and they says no re- they see no reason why it can't help um, to cure addiction and depression as well, right? So the purpose, what they say that the purpose of this chip is, is a beautiful thing, very helpful, cool. And don't get me wrong, I am a fan of technology and I believe that technology is meant to be an aid to our lives. It's supposed to help make living easier, right? Cool. Where I draw the line is when we get into like the cyborg type, <laughs> half human, half, you know what I'm saying? When technology and, and humans start mixing, that's when I start to feel a little like, nah, <laughs> not feeling it. And once again, what they said the purpose of the chip is for, beautiful, beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I get it, but I'm not feeling it. There's really no way around it for me. I'm really not feeling it. I'm not feeling it at all. And then who's to say, because first of all, I'm not very trusting of people who have a lot of power. So Elon, you might be a beautiful human being. I'm sure you're a wonderful person, but I'm just not too trusting of somebody that can legit just make anything happen just because they want to. They got that many resources and stuff in their lap that they can just do it. 
<laughs> you know? So who's to say something happens and he just flips the master switch and everybody that got this chip just starts bugging out. And then even with iRobot, because I, I kept bringing it up, right? Even when that movie, at least the threat, at least the technology that they were up against was external. It was something that they could deal with. Now, mind you, a robot, you know, they had some skills. They got a little extra strength. Cool. But at least they could shoot at these things. At least they could hit them with bats. At least they could turn up on them the way the robots was turning up on them. You know what I'm saying? At least they could do something physical to make whatever is going on stop. Right. But this, a chip that's inside, what do you do when the threat is inside of you? Wow. Right. Yeah. And I actually, I got some homework for you too. Look up, um, what's it called? called? Xenobot. Look up Xenobots. Now, this is a little different than what you would think when we think of robots and we think of like metal and steel and whatever. Xenobots are actually made from frog cells. They got stem cells from frogs. And it's like a blob. And if you look it up, you'll see what I mean. But yeah, they look like this blob. And they've been working on the Xenobots for a while. You know, okay, cool. What has recently grabbed my attention is that they they have now discovered that they can reproduce. <laughs> so it's just a lot going on <laughs> technology-wise in this world that I'm just really not feeling. Now, that one, you'll have to look up. Like I said, that's your homework, Xenobot. Because that one is different than what you think a robot is, but it's still something that had to be created. And now these niggas are reproducing. I'm just not feeling it. Okay, cool. Let's move on. Cause we got a <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. All right, this one was actually interesting too. So this one is called Earth's Black Box. And they're actually started building it in Australia. It's this giant steel structure. Um, that will be used to record scientific info about our planet and our extinction. So, of course, that grabbed my attention because what you mean, our extinction? It just seemed like a lot of stuff is popping up now that sound like it's getting closer to the end of us. Not feeling that, right? Okay, cool. It's supposed to record stuff like um, climate change and along with, of course, you know, our extinction or whatever. And the purpose is if something happens to us, intelligent species in the future can learn about us and what our demise was pretty much like where we went wrong it's going to be packed with like a bunch of hard drives it's solar power it literally looks like just a big black box um so yeah apparently they started building it in australia where it'll be when they finish the building is i guess i don't even think that'll probably be public information but that's the thing that's happening in the world today right 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 okay so this one next one Anonymous online vendors have been selling stolen items, like online, right? Okay, cool. So CEOs of different places like Target, Kroger, and Best Buy pretty much sent a letter to Congress asking them to step in because they've been losing a lot of money on, you know, the things that are being stolen and people are reselling them. Other CEOs like of Ulta Beauty, Nordstrom, AutoZone also had signatures, I guess, on this. And yeah, they pretty much want some help to stop what's going on. What I want to know is for research purposes, of course, where where they selling this stuff at? Right? Where I'm just, you know, just for research purposes, inquiring minds would like to know where um, you know, just so we can tell them to stop where 
Where they selling it at? What is selling? What they selling it at? <laughs> let's let's go to the next. I'm just if anybody knows that, don't hesitate. Once again, <laughs> you can send me voice memos and messages through my anchor page, or if you're listening through Spotify, you can send me messages up there. You can always hit me up on IG. It's the Brown Girl underscore. But especially if you have that information, just for research purposes, so I can share um with uh <laughs> with with the masses just let me know let me know all right so next tessica brown right formerly known as the gorilla she actually might still be known as that pretty much the gorilla glue girl so if you don't know who that is pretty much this girl did this slick back with her hair and she used gorilla glue instead of i guess my guess is she meant to use gorilla snot how the mix-up happened, I'm still unsure because if you are familiar with Gorilla Snot, which is like a gel or, you know, something you put in your hair to help slick your hair, the bottle is very curvy and brightly colored. It looks nothing like Gorilla Glue. So how the mix-up happened, I'm not sure. Maybe she uses another one that looks more i guess similar to gorilla i don't know she was in her head couldn't get it out she ended up having to do like this surgical whatever to get pretty much delivered from the shackles of a slick head for the rest of her life and <laughs> yeah so apparently she's having trouble again she attempted to dye her hair and it started falling out so whatever chemicals were used to remove the glue interacted with the dye and yeah her hair started coming out and honestly i'm I'm over you. At this point, <laughs> it didn't occur to you to maybe check on the fact that they had to use some type of chemicals in your hair to, you know, release the shackles of what you did. Maybe you shouldn't be using box dye and just going and dyeing your hair without checking to make sure, like, you're good now. Because all of this happened within the same year. That didn't. Okay. All right. And um, now one thing I do applaud her for is after the first incident apparently she actually went and started a hairline which is smart which is really really smart reason i say this is because she got a lot of popularity based off this incident that happened to her right now she got enough for somebody a doctor to actually reach out you know different doctors reaching out to help her right so you were helped with this new fame there's nothing else that's that's you know, piquing anybody's interest other than the fact that you had a permanent bald cap on your head, <laughs> you know, that you were delivered from. So how do you capitalize off that? Because if something happens to me tomorrow, like let's say I trip and fall and I go viral for it, something, you know, whatever. What do you do while the eyes are on you? Because if you don't take that opportunity to flip it and make some money, baby, you, you losing it. So the fact that she came up with that, genius, genius. And, um, yeah, I guess maybe she could add like hair dye to it now. But by the way, I would never purchase any. Now, mind you, the idea is genius. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, genius. Would I actually purchase anything dealing with hair care from her? Absolutely not. Now, mind you, I know that she did not personally make it. I know that she got people who are experts in this particular field or very good at what they do to make the hairline. And she just attached her name to it cool but anything that's attached to her she's famous for her hair falling out unless she's selling the chemical that the doctor used on her head 
I'm not buying anything hair related from her. Let's move, let's move on to another one. Mom says her son got vaccinated for pizza without her consent. So this was a school in South LA. And pretty much they have this new rule coming that the students must be vaxxed by January 10th or they'll have to do virtual schooling. Cool. So there was this mother who pretty much, of course, was alarmed when her son comes home with the vaccination card and she did not sign off for her son to be vaccinated. She's not anti-vax. She actually has a vaccine herself. Her son actually has underlying health issues. So that's why she has been on the fence about whether or not she wants him vaccinated. And that's her child and that's her right and she can do that. According to the mother, the lady who signed off on it and gave him the shot said, please don't say anything. I don't want to get in trouble. That alone is enough for me to ride up and come tap you on your shoulders because you got to see about me after that. That is crazy to me that you legit stuck a needle in this little boy arm, not no, not knowing whether his parents were okay with it or not. That's crazy to me. And then what made it worse is he actually has underlying health conditions. So if something actually does happen to him, even if something worsens just for a little bit, I'm talking about he better not come home and have one pimple on his arm. When I tell you, you are done for, and don't get me wrong, like even when it came to vaccination, I was very skeptical at first when it first happened. It actually took me a while to get mine. You can't take the choice away from people, though. That's crazy. That is crazy. Now, what you can do, which is what the school was doing, and that's their right, is you can make certain activities and things of that sort require it. So then it's up to the person. If you want to live a life where you are able to do X, Y, Z, then this is what you need to do. By all means, cool. It's your business. It's your you know, whatever your establishment is, you are able to do that. And that's what the school did. And that was fine. But the fact that the lady did that and then knew that it wasn't right because she said, don't say nothing because I don't want to get in trouble. You deserve your ass beat. Next. All right. Um, Juicy Smouye. Who called him Juicy Smouye? I don't even remember, but I've been calling him that ever since. But if you don't know who I'm talking about, it's Jesse Smullett, the dude from Empire. Pretty much there was an alleged hate crime that was done to him. He was walking out for eggs or something stupid like that at like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning in a certain area. And some people approached him. They were calling him racial slurs. They threw bleach on him and they put a noose around his neck. Of course, everybody was devastated. Like, that's crazy. And that shouldn't happen to anybody. Just for a few things to start arising later that, you know, um, made it seem like he might have actually set that whole thing up himself. And y'all, the case been getting crazy. So what made me even mention it, because the case been going on cool, but what made me bring it up was the <laughs> was the most recent thing that he actually testified to. So it's two brothers that have been involved that pretty much said no, because he tried to make it seem like, you know, this situation happened. And they pretty much was like, all right, like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, we set this up. You know what I'm saying? He was in on it. He asked, could we do it? We did it. Cool. He testified to the fact that, I'm talking about Juicy now, Juicy Smuye, that he was in a sexual drug-induced relationship with one of the brothers. I don't want to mess his name up. You have a beautiful name, so I just do not know how to say it. But yeah, that's what he said, y'all. That's what he said. The story is just all over the place. And it's been a lot of stuff, I'm not going to lie, that 
that's been coming up. They said that they got it on. I think they said they got it on camera. Fact check me on that. That pretty much they did dry run throughs of it before they actually did it. Um, they saw him driving around the area where it happened with the brothers three times. And when he was questioning on it, his answer was something like, I don't know, I circled the block. It was three years ago. Mind you, the only people who know the real situation is him and the brothers. So whichever way it goes, if that did happen to him, I'm so sorry. And I pray that you get the healing that you need. If it didn't happen to you, you're going to get what's coming to you. You reap what you sow, yo. That's nuts. That whole case is nuts. All right, cool. Let's <laughs> let's just move on. Okay, so the last article that I want to talk about, this is really like an honorable mention because I actually didn't read this one. It was just a title and it was very annoying to me. So it said 40 things that you should never buy from the thrift store. And my question to whoever wrote that is, are you that far removed from society that you no longer acknowledge what a thrift store is? Because I know there was a period of time where it was almost like, <laughs> I'm loosely using this term, but you, you'll you see what I mean. It's almost like thrift stores were being gentrified, almost. And what I mean by that is, now don't get me wrong, because I've been thrifting a million times and I probably I probably will do it again. But people were going because it was cool to go. Which, okay, it's cool. You do what you want. But let's not forget the actual reason that there are thrift stores. So somebody really met, sat there and made a list of not five things, not 10 things, but 40 things that you should never get from the thrift store. Now, mind you, there are a lot of things that I would never get from a thrift store because I am blessed to be able to purchase those things brand new. But most people that shop there they shop there because that's what they can afford. So the fact that you sat there and actually typed up a list of things that you should never get as if you forgot what the freak the purpose was, that I don't know why. That title alone just made me like, uh, uh. like some humans on this earth, y'all be draining me. I be draining because that was just the dumbest, the dumb, it was already a dumb topic anyway, like a dumb choice to write about anyway <laughs> but the fact that that's what you came up with okay get over yourself all right all right so now it's time to get into the topic for today's podcast so this is a point that I've actually heard before in the past just never really put too much thought into it but after hearing more and thinking about it more I actually would love feedback on it so the topic pretty much came down to beating your kids, right? Or, you know, giving them whooping, spankings, whatever you call it, whatever, cool. Now, it's not about is it right or wrong. That's not the conversation here. The conversation is actually where did it stem from? And the comment that was made was that giving out whoopings or beating your children actually stems from slavery. Now, it's not that crazy of an idea because it's a lot of things that we do that stem from that because African-Americans, we didn't exactly come here. Like our journey didn't start with sipping mimosas, you know, chilling with our feet up. We came under here, we came here in some under some different terms, but, but 
I definitely want feedback on this topic because I think it's actually pretty interesting. Slave masters would beat slaves to pretty much get what they wanted. It was the punishment. It was a way to not only correct that slave, but to instill fear in the others, right? So if you want something done or if you feel like you've been disrespected or whatever the case may be, the solution is if I beat you, you're going to do what I need you to do, right? So after years and years of that going on, it kind of would be safe to say that that would translate into what you may be doing to your children. You feel disrespected or you want something to happen in a way that it didn't happen or you want to teach a lesson. And if this is something that has been passed down, that that's how you get results, violence is how you get results, then the idea that you would beat them to make whatever happen for you it makes it it kind of makes sense it kind of makes sense now of course most people go to the thought of the idea um that comes from the bible you spare the rod you spoil the child but another question for you is does that actually directly translate into beating your children so the rod the rod or staff or whatever is used by the person who was like leading their flock or um you know they're maybe leading them to a different pasture, maybe correcting them in a certain way, whatever. You know, it's kind of like a symbol of authority. Whoever has that is the authoritative figure and they are responsible for the livelihood or the nurturing of said flock, right? So with that being, or in my mind, with that being more so symbolic and not just literal, does that particular passage or verse actually directly translate into beating? Because you hear it a lot. You spit a rod, you spit a child. But does that directly correlate to just beating the child? And you become a product of your environment. You are a product of your environment, actually. That's what you are, right? So if for years violence was the answer to make things happen, or beating was the answer to, it's kind of like a corrective measure that was taking place. And then you in turn did that to your children. And then of course it gets passed down, you know, and next thing you know, everybody's beating everybody's kids. <laughs> it, it makes sense to take it back. Okay, well, where did this stem from? And so that's just like, have you seen the movie Mama? It's like a scary movie kind of sort of, but it's not too scary because I'm not really into scary movies. So if I could watch it, you good. But the kids, when they initially found the children, they were like, they weren't walking and talking like you and I. They were kind of wild. They was real dirty. They was crawling. They was scratching. They were like beast-like because they were a part of the environment. They grew up in the wilderness, right? So that's how they acted. That's how they were. So if for you grow up in this environment of that's what you do when something does not go your way, beatings are the answer, then that's what you're going to do and that's what you're going to pass down. And it's and it's almost like this is just a thought too that could even influence the aggressiveness that a lot of people tend to have even at adult age because at a young age, if you got beatings from your parents so you associate when something is wrong or something you know was not done the way it was supposed to be done or whatever beating is associated with it in your grown age 
somebody disrespects you, somebody do something that you don't like, somebody does something towards you that you're not feeling, you're ready to fight, right? It's kind of the same logic. So it's kind of like, eh. So when I first heard the, when that statement was made, of course, in my mind, it wasn't super far off because it's a lot of things that we do now that you don't even think about that come from that. I remember not too long ago, people were going crazy about the term master bedroom. Nobody thought thought about the fact that why is it called a master bedroom? Because the master had the biggest room in the house. That's what it was. Like nobody, you know, even down Thanksgiving, it seemed like everybody always has something to say about chitlins every year. Everybody's in an uproar about chitlins, right? Now, first, let me just make a disclaimer because I don't eat pork anymore. But when I did white rice, chitlins, hot sauce on top, you couldn't tell me nothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> but um, everybody always talks about chitlins and you know how we eat chitlins, we eat pig's feet, we eat all this other stuff. When in reality, that actually stemmed from slavery too, because we got the scraps. We didn't get the good parts of the animals. We got the scraps. But us just being the fly, influential motherfuckers that we are, <laughs> we turned it and made it into something that we actually even still digest to this day. Now, whether that's good or not, that's another that's another conversation, you know, and I feel like too, chitlins get a lot of flat because it actually looks like what it is. So like people eat bacon, people eat, you know, burgers, people eat all this other stuff that comes from animals, but it looks different than what it was on the animal. Chitlins look like you just, <laughs> you just stuck your hand in, in the pig and just pulled it out and you just put it on your plate. So I, I, I get the, I get the uproar. But I just want to make it known that I was a fan, okay? Because both of my grandmothers made bomb chitlins and white rice hot sauce couldn't go wrong. Anyway, <laughs> getting back to the topic at hand, when you just take all of this into consideration, it's kind of easy to draw the conclusion that that is where it stemmed from. So then that further makes me think, because of its origin, right, is it something that should stop? Or have we transformed it into something that's used for a different purpose or that's better than what it originally came from, right? So, for example, I, I like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've said it in each episode, the word nigga, right? Now, everybody has their views on what you use it for or if it should be said at all or whatever. Everybody has their own opinion on that, right? Now, for the people that do use it, and I'm I'm included in that number, right? Of course, we're not using it in the way that it was used. And then it's also like we've take we've taken the power back from the word. This is just me me speaking. Everybody has our own opinion on it, whatever. So, does that translate to something as far as being where it was? You know, it did originate in this very negative way, but we transformed it into a way to discipline our children and raise great adults is that the case see i'm leaning because i was supposed to only be on the affirmative but i'm starting to, <laughs> i'm starting to lean i'm starting to show a few more sides but the it's just it's a lot of places you could take it as far as the, where the conversation could go whether or not it started from slavery and then whether or not that's enough to influence if it's right or wrong now mind you the conversation right now is not is it right or wrong but it just makes you think. It takes you there. Because like I said, it's a lot of things that we do now that come from that. 
But of course, we don't do it with that mindset now. That's just where it comes from. So then another another point that was made was when it comes to it, when you do it, right? Is it to actually correct the child or is it to make you the person who's giving out the whooping feel better? And I'm I'm saying this because once again, this is something that I want feedback on. Because there have been times, and you can even think back, have you ever received, given out, or witnessed a beating that seemed more severe than what actually happened? And not even just about it being more severe, but it's it almost seemed like the the adult or the authoritative figure in that particular situation was actually releasing their anger and their frustration with what happened because there are some times or I'll say I've witnessed a time where I've seen a parent hit their child but they did it in a way where it was kind of given like you getting your rocks off like you it's almost like they took took on the energy the same energy that they would have if they were to be fighting somebody else but then you can accompany it with oh but it's in love and then it all goes away Crazy, right? Now, let me also say another disclaimer. I do not have children, okay? I'm legit just, I'm listening to the thought or of, you know, what was said, what I heard, the conversation that was started. It intrigued me because it's one thing that happens often, but you never really think about where that started from or where that could have came from. We never think about the origin. So when I talked about like the chitlins or when I talked about the other that's stuff that people have thought about. Like we know where it came from. It is what it is. They keep doing whatever. But it's not a lot of people that you would hear say this came from this particular action that we do came from slavery. It's, it almost sounds crazy, and it kind of makes you double double take. That's wild, right? Like when you actually sit and think about it, it kind of makes sense. And then the general idea that we do it and that they don't that kind of makes sense too. So it's kind of like it, it really it makes you sit back and think right so I want feedback once again you can always <laughs> I said this earlier when I was talking about other stuff but you can always send me voice memos or messages because I actually want to hear what you think and I'll definitely make sure that I address it on the next one but when I heard it I was just like yo that's really a thought like that's a that provokes a lot of thought like that's a topic I got to talk about this on the podcast so that's what the main thing that I wanted to talk about today was and like I said I will definitely be waiting for the feedback Everything I gave out was really just one side of it. But these are the things that I heard that made me think. So I wanted to invoke the same thought of you. So let me know what you think. Okay. I'm looking at my fridge right now. And I got this. Um, <laughs> if you don't know. Actually, if you know me, go ahead and say a lot. What's my favorite show? One, two, three. The Office. <laughs> now, I like a lot of shows. Don't get me wrong. But The Office is definitely... Like, that's my show. I really like it. But I have a Dwight Schrute <laughs> magnet on my fridge that I got from Five Below. Actually, let's go down that street while we there. Five Below. Me and my sister went, right? It was this girl that was like, I don't know if all Five Belows are set up the same. But when you go, like you're about to go into the line, it's like these big, or I'll explain what, what mine looks like. It's these big things that have a bunch of like snacks and stuff. It's like, you know how they put little stuff like that by the register to try to get you to pick up one last item? Or if you are over there with children, you know, stuff that'll intrigue them. So they can be like, mommy, can I have this, please? Stuff like that, right? So we standing there behind a the girl because that's where you normally go. You go in between them to get to lines. 
now thinking about it, I have no idea why she was just standing there because we ended up kind of looking around her and seeing that instead of waiting for a register, they actually took that away and it's just pure self-checkout, right? Weird. So we go to self-checkout. It's nobody over there. So, you know, we buy our stuff and we leave, but I'm just like, yo, they got, five below got self-checkout now. And then on top of that, it's, it was nobody over there watching. It's a dollar store now. It's a dollar store now. Cause I'm just, huh? And then really with most stores, it's actually starting to annoy me how you go to like Walmart, right? And everybody always jokes about how they don't have a lot of registers open. Cool. It seems like a lot of stores are really big on self-checkout now. I don't work here, okay? Most times when I have to go to stores like Walmart, I'm there because I don't want to be. I I need multiple things, and a store like this has everything that I need, so I go to a store like this so that I can not have to go, you know, store hopping or whatever. I don't, I don't come so I, I can clock in, you know what I'm saying? That's not why I'm here. I want to get in line. I want somebody to bring my stuff up, bag it so I can leave. The fact that you making me work is crazy. And then at least when you work there and you have your register, they have a little sponge stand that they can use to open the bags. You ever been in self-checkout with a line behind you and you struggling because you cannot open the bags? <laughs> it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll be trying to hurt me out of the way, but them bags ain't no hoe. Now, you got a little moisture on your hands, you good. You know what I'm saying? You can rip them apart, cool. But you ever been out and your hands are not moisturized at that moment and you trying to bag your stuff up because for whatever reason they got you acting like you work there? It's annoying. Zero out of ten, do not recommend it. But, yeah, so that is, <laughs> that's all I have for today's episode. We had some news. We got some, a, a very interesting topic. And something that I want you to think about. And once again, give me your feedback on. It's Taylor, the brown girl, out.